Hey folks, this is Jesse Cope, back with another episode of the American Soul Podcast. Hope y'all are doing well, wherever y'all are. Whatever part of the day you're in, I sure do appreciate y'all joining me. Giving me a little bit of your time. As always, I know that y'all have other things that you could be doing. So, thank you. I will try to use your time wisely. For those of y'all that continue to share the podcast with others, tell others about it. Share it online. Thank you so much. I'll help it to grow. For those of y'all that leave the kind comments online, they give the constructive criticism. Thank you. Been a long, busy day or two. Not a whole lot to report from the homestead. Ordered some new chicks that ought to be in in a few weeks. Started to work on the garden, getting it back under control a little bit. The pup has been out on patrol, but has come back to lay down. Maybe. There seemed to be a number of things in the woods tonight, today, demanding her attention. Father, thank you for today. Thank you for you, for your son, Jesus Christ, for your Holy Spirit. Thank you for the time that you're giving us to turn this country around. Thank you for the time to record this podcast. Thank you for the people that listen to it and share it, be with them and their families. Bless them indeed, give them a strong faith, wisdom, courage. Be with our nation, be with our leaders from the president, vice president, senators, generals, representatives, admirals. Be with our judges, be with our law enforcement, those on the border, our military overseas, our firefighters. Be with those poor, hungry, homeless, those who are hurting. Those who are sick, those who feel hopeless, give them hope. Help us to be an example of your son, Jesus Christ, to others. Help us to turn our nation around. Thank you for so many blessings that you've bestowed upon us. Thank you for our fathers and mothers that have gone before us. Those men and women of strong faith and courage. God, my words, Father, please. And forgive us our sins, Lord. Forgive us our support of evil. Help us to do your will. In your son's name we pray. Amen. Every so often, uh, there's certain 
podcast episodes information that is good to go over again. In the Marine Corps, we talked, called it muscle memory. We would go out and read, or not read, I'm sorry. I'm watching the pups' eyes just lit up. Oh, she saw a squirrel in the pecan tree overhead. (laughs) We would go out and dry fire rifles again and again, practice. We called it snapping in. A number of other things, run through different drills, uh, movement to contact, whatever it was, over and over and over again. Because you developed what the Marine Corps termed muscle memory. And you did that so that when you were emotional, upset, scared, tired, hungry, angry, that your your body would kind of run you through the motions even when your brain wasn't firing on all cylinders and develop those good traits. You see it in professional athletes a lot, the ones that just run the drill over and over and over again so that even when they're completely wore out in a competition, their body still hits the shot the right way or shoots the basket or blocks the defender the way they're supposed to. And one of these is a uh, speech, a message given on June 27th, 1962, just a couple days after the Supreme Court declared prayer in schools unconstitutional. It's by a senator uh, who, if you know anything about, is not necessarily one of our shining stars as far as bigotry and racism are concerned. But in a way, that makes his comments even more condemning. There's a parable story that is told in the New Testament uh, about some men that tried to, well, probably the better one actually is a story about or, or information in the New Testament talking about the fact that even the demons know Christ and shudder. Even evil men often know the truth and and it's frequently, at least in, in viewed in a certain light, more condemning when they acknowledge it. And we have to remember the fact that none of our politicians are ever going to be perfect. We just have to strive for it. This senator is the Democratic Senator Robert Byrd, longest serving member in the history of the U.S. Senate. And when you, we're going to read through this, as we read through it, think in particular about the fact that uh, our education system is in complete disarray almost and not to mention our country as a whole and there's a lot of people out there that claim or really can't seem to figure out why 
people on the left often claim it's historical based in systemic racism or oppression or some such fundamental problem. People on the right often will talk about uh, it's financial. You know, if we had a balanced budget amendment or uh, reform the tax code or the Second Amendment is what keeps us safe or limited government. And, and there's a little bit of truth in each of these things. But but this right here, this is the heart of the matter. Everything goes back to this right here. Inasmuch as our greatest leaders have shown no doubt about God's proper place in the American birthright, can we in our day dare do less? In no other place in the United States are there so many and such varied official evidences of deep and abiding faith in God on the part of government as there are in Washington. You go through this, folks, as I read through these next few paragraphs, really realize when people talk about separation of church and state in the modern sense today, meaning that when they try and claim that our founders and our, our nation was not founded on Christianity, and not only that, that our founders wanted Christianity completely kicked out of our public institutions, our public life, our policy, our laws, our government. Realize, hear this as he goes through all these examples and realize that they either, one, have no idea what they're talking about. They have no grasp of history or historical knowledge. Or two, they do have a grasp of historical knowledge and they are purposefully choosing to misrepresent it and twist it. And now you can make the little minor argument that maybe that's because they've been taught that way, etc. But I would put those people back under the first category. Every session of the House and the Senate begins with prayer. Each House has its own chaplain. Not imam, not a atheist, not a worshiper of Mother Nature or, or a uh, Jewish leader or Buddhist or Hindu or anybody else but a Christian chaplain. The 83rd Congress set aside a small room in the Capitol just off the rotunda for the private prayer and meditation of members of Congress. The room's focal point is a stained glass window showing George Washington kneeling in prayer. Behind him is etched these words from Psalm 16.1, Preserve me, O God, for in thee do I put my trust. Again, folks, Christ, Washington, no other religion, and not no religion. Inside the rotunda is a picture of the pilgrims. Very clear are the words. The New Testament, according to our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. On the cell is the motto of the pilgrims. In God we trust. God with us. Again, this goes back, folks, to before our country was even a nation. 
and ties us to God, the Father of Jesus Christ. Again, this ties us to the New Testament inside our capital. The principles of America are the principles of Christ. They're based on those principles. Have we always executed it well? No. Can we survive without striving for those principles? No. The phrase, in God we trust, appears opposite the president of the Senate, who is the vice president of the United States. The same phrase, in large words, inscribed in the marble backdrops, the Speaker of the House of Representatives. Again, go back to the New Testament. Christ. Preserve me, O God. Psalm 16.1 in God we trust is not any God. It's not a random God. It's not a false God. It's not whatever God you want to pretend it is. It's God the Father of Jesus Christ. Our country can only survive with leaders that acknowledge that. Publicly, if not privately. It can only survive when we have people that follow the principles of Christ. Above the head of the Chief Justice of the Supreme Court are the Ten Commandments with the great American eagle protecting them. Moses is included among the great lawgivers in Herman A. McNeil's marble sculpture group on the East Front. The crier who opens each session closes with the words, God save the United States in this honorable court. The Ten Commandments. Moses, who pointed the way to God and Jesus Christ. On the south banks of Washington's tidal basin, Thomas Jefferson still speaks. God who gave us liberty. Can the liberties of a nation be secure when we have removed a conviction that these liberties are the gift of God? Indeed, I tremble for my country when I reflect that God is just, that his justice cannot sleep forever. Jefferson, who proclaimed himself to be the truest kind of Christian because he followed the principles of Christ unfettered by man's religion. Jefferson's words are a forceful and explicit warning that to remove God from this country will destroy it. There's no doubt of that, folks. We're destroying our country because we've removed God and the only way to save our country is to put God back in the center of our country. God bless y'all. God bless your families. God bless America. God bless your marriages. We'll talk to y'all again real soon, folks. Looking forward to it.